0: Coordinated Strike. Welcome to Coordinated Strike. As always, I'm your host, Joe. We have an exciting show for you today. And in case you didn't figure it out, we're going to be talking about the best Canadian in the game. That's right, Charles Raymond Edmonton. I don't think his middle name is Raymond. Uh, but his last name is Edmonton, Is in the Great White North. And so we're going to be talking about him today uh, on a little bit of a Commander Deep Dive. We haven't done one of these in a while, and... I think that this particular commander has not gotten the love or attention that uh, he needs. So I want to go ahead and get a little bit in depth with him and talk about some list tips and tricks to make sure you're getting the most out of your great white Canuck Charles Edmund. But first, a word from our sponsors. Enjoy strenuous outdoor pursuits. Be, be, bye, bye, bye. Hook'em mad and eyes, here she come. When the wig happens. Full taste of a genuine beer. Canadian beer. Oh, my Molson Canadian, blue what blue beer's are all about. Marketing is just knocking it out of the park. Look at the tie-in between the Canadian that we're talking about and the Canadian beer. This one's for you. Oh, Canada. Let's talk about Charles Edmonton. All right, so let's see what you get in the tin. He is your battle box commander. Uh, He is in your allegiance box set. Uh, He is going to be, for many of you, the first commander that you are going to be fielding with your king's empire. And so let's talk about him. And I want to highlight everything that he does, and I kind of want to go over you know, some tips and list building ideas around him and what kind of, what he, he basically enables. So you've got Charles Edmonton. He is bringing 25 strip to the party. He is unique. He is a speed six, uh, commander. He is a champion as well. He's on a 50 millimeter base. He has defense five willpower of six and an armor of eight. So fairly decent stat line, uh, pretty solid armor rating, uh, Actually, standard armor rating for uh, commanders in King's Empire is 8. So you don't lose anything there by taking him. So what do you gain? You're getting the Smile Mark 2, or I'm sorry, Smile Mark 3 Sniper Rifle, uh, 7 with a built-in ram versus defense, 28-inch range, strength 2, piercing. Uh, this action does not need to discard a card to shoot into engagement. Okay, so we already have a couple of things set up in the first part of this action. He has Strength 2, but he has Piercing, so he's always going to be flipping an additional card for damage to figure out which one he wanted to take. So if he hits, he is going to, do, to likely do some damage because even if you flip a Black Joker, because he has Piercing, you're going to be able to choose which card you'd like to discard, which includes that Black Joker. So that is really strong, and he has a built-in suit. So this is a pretty huge bit, and we're going to see about this in a minute. But before we get there, let's talk about this action does not need to discard a card to shoot into engagement. So he is the embodiment of what this faction is all about, which is projecting threat at range. This faction is primarily a gunfighting faction. It's primarily a faction that wants to stand back, shoot, advance, and shoot. It wants to do the bulk of its damage through projecting threat using ranged attacks. He is going to go ahead and allow you to fight models that are in combat. He's going to be able to let you fight fire teams that have engaged your battle line. This makes him particularly scary because you can't hide some of your weaker models potentially or your more strategic models in combat. He's going to go ahead and be able to shoot at them without requirement of a resource. Uh, Because normally if you're engaged in order to shoot at that model, you're going to have to discard a card. With Charles, uh Mr. Edmonton here, you are not going to have to do that. And That really opens up a lot of avenues of play. And now let's get into the other bits of this ability. So let's talk about his triggers. We have a margin 3 trigger out of nowhere. Target gains a shaken token. So you have an active acting value of 7, which is pretty strong. Most defenses in this game are between 5 and 6. It's very rare that those are going to go higher. So automatically you're statted above the bulk of defenses that are currently in the game. So getting to a margin of 3 is probably going to be a little bit easier than it would be if you were straight stat 6. So you're going to then be able to start putting a shaken token onto your opponent. That is pretty significant. Uh, in the in the whole crux of this uh, crux of this card, because that is a minus two swing uh, for the rest of your army into that opponent that's that's pretty strong i I really like that particular uh, margin trigger and and a margin three is is fairly reasonable with again his stat of seven, and then he has built in headshots. so this action immediately gains accurate so Accurate is an ability that I don't think we've talked enough about, and I want to go over it a little bit more. So essentially what accurate lets you do is to pick off specific models or commanders uh, within fire teams or in the case of a commander, you're able to deny the champion rule. Now, when you're fighting a fire team, accurate becomes a little less of a boon unless that particular fire team that you are targeting happens to have a happens to have an adjunct. So, when it has an adjunct, you're going to be able to pick that adjunct out and deny the ability that that adjunct is providing until that uh, particular fire team or particular unit reinforces that adjunct. So it's a way to get uh, a lot of power out of your opponent's list. When We talk about things in Abyssinia like engineers. So an engineer can do nothing. um, It has a gun and all that. But you could literally just have that unit run. The engineer doesn't do anything it's still going to give the Abacidian player a card. So if you have Charles in your list, you can go ahead before that unit ever activates, pick off with your 28-inch range the Engineer, and all of a sudden you are denying your opponent a card draw opportunity uh, without them investing some additional resource to get that particular option back. So there is a, there's a lot of play here, not to mention, again, with Accurate, you're able to then put all of his damage directly into a commander and it can't be shrugged off or champion and it can't be shrugged off to uh a squad that's nearby. You can go ahead and, and take away the bubble wrap that an opponent may have placed around them with this very simple uh mechanic that's already automatically built into you because you are a sniper. You are the uh the silent wind of the north. It's really quite cool. And again, this is on the front of his card before we go to glory. Also on the front of his card is his tactical action, Volley Fire on My Mark. Uh, it is a acting value of 6 uh, with a target number of 11. 8-inch range. You're going to target a squad that's within that 8-inch range. They're going to gain an Inspired Token. Then one of its Fire teams may take a ranged attack action. This is pretty beefy. So... You can't use it on a Titan. You can't use it on. I'm sorry. You can't use it on a Titan fire team unit, a unit that is a use is, is itself a Titan. However, you can use this on squad. So you're gonna target squad. You give out an inspired token. So the inspired token automatically is going to provide that unit one shot at plus t- plus two. Really helps again stack your odds get you to those triggers all of those things Directly with this ability You're going to up the number of attacks coming from your units and remember these attacks Are going to provide you with their own triggers so that is exciting because it's generating a brand new action so you have the Royal Rifle Corps in king's empire and you have it in the box so this is like going to be the first combo piece that you're going to you're really going to start considering in a lot of cases so you've got the royal rifle Corps, you've got their six inch gun you've got their uh their ability to also hand out shaken tokens on a crow uh, or a pin token on a mask which uh, is pretty Pretty good. So, fifty percent of the time, you're going to get at least one token on the opponent uh, from this particular free shot, essentially uh, from his commander action. So, when he glories, when we get Charles to glory, and again, let's go back over how you glory in King's Empire for the, the people in the back that may not know, or if this is your first time coming, you have uh, for King and Country from after an enemy fire team is killed as a result of an action from a King's Empire fire team in this company, the enemy fire team's unit may flip to glory at the end of its activation. So what Charles is very good at, especially early game, is to use his sniper rifle to weaken a fire team and then combo into volley fire on my mark to go ahead and let One of his units, uh, again, imagine we're playing a Battle Box game or an Allegiance Box game, having one of his units of Royal Rifle Corps then deliver the final shot that will remove the remaining model or models from the opponent's fire team, uh, in theory, and allow them to go to glory. Uh, So if he's able to pick something off or you've, you've set up for a weakening for him so that he can get to glory, Once he gets to glory, he goes uh, absolutely bonkers. So Charles goes to speed 6. He goes to def 7. He has willpower 6, armor 8. So we see a a great increase in defense for him. So he really gets much more survivable uh, once he goes to glory. He's going to get hold steady, uh, which gives other friendly fire teams within six an additional four to the ranges of their actions. So this is for all other friendly fire teams. So if you are bringing a king's hand, he's adding four inches to its ranged attacks. Uh, Any Royal Rifle Corps you're bringing, he's adding four inches to their ranged attacks. He's adding four inches to grenadiers. He's adding four inches to South Wales Borderers. Literally any other friendly fire team that's in six of him are gaining four inches to the range attacks just for him being in existence and within six inches in line of sight of them. And remember, you see through your own stuff. So really a significant bubble, particularly when you think this is on a 50 millimeter Commander. Uh, on the sniper rifle, we go up and acting value to acting value eight, we retain our ram. So that is there. Uh, Still is the exact same stat line the rest of the way then. 28 inches, strength 2, piercing. uh, Does not need to discard a card to shoot into engagement. 3 inch, or sorry, margin 3 out of nowhere uh, for the target to gain a Shaken token. And on headshot, automatic, uh, if you want it, this action immediately gains accurate. Again, we get Volley Fire on my mark. Uh, Again, acting value 6 versus 11, 8 inch range again target squad is going to gain an inspired token one of its fire teams may take a ranged attack action and we're going to gain a trigger on a crow we're going to get weak points so the ranged attack action is immediately going to gain piercing so we can hand out with this if we have a crow a five of crows essentially or if we tactics or if we sorry or if we have inspired ourselves with a focused effort we need a three up of crows to give the opponent's act or the, the action that we are granting to our squad one, one fire team in that squad are going to gain piercing for a inspired token and a three up of crows. that's a pretty solid trade of resource. Uh, I'm fairly fairly happy with that. that's quite uh, quite good. do have, Additionally, he is going to get, uh, where'd he go? It is an 8 versus 12, 16 inch range. Uh, I'm sorry, 8 versus target number of 12. It is another tactical action that he can take, morale action, uh, so that is going to be free with the potential for the, being a commander. Uh, he's going to place this fire team in base contact with target unengaged friendly fire team. And then on a RAM, he can take a ranged attack action even if engaged. This is a pretty cool ability that he gains. He gets a ton of mobility that is not really expected um, with this commander. Normally, when we talk about mobility in. Uh, king's empire we talk a lot about margaret bell Uh, we've talked about margaret bell ad nauseum but this ability on charles is something that is exceedingly underrated i don't think that it is being looked at enough and that players are using it enough it really gives him a get out of jail free card if he is starting to be bared on down upon but it also is a way to kind of sneak him into the opponent's backfield uh, pretty simply. I mean, this is not a significant investment. You need a four for it to go off, and you just need an unengaged friendly fire team. Other fun things about this, because of how your commander ability works, uh, again, when I'm talking about the extension of range, let's say you have um, fire teams that are near midline of the opponent and the oppo- those fire teams are not uh being engaged by you are uh, not being engaged um, by the opponent and you've got a clear clear line walk back to them if you if you go there you can do things like give him an advance order take this action as your commander action then move and then use your remaining general action to drop a scheme marker. You can do even more bizarre fun things like jumping over there with this as and then doing a charge off of that point. Because with your commander action, you can do it virtually at any point that is not in the action or during movement. So... It really lets you do um, quite a few very interesting bits with him. and also lets you escape uh, a dangerous situation or set him up for a better angle or or a kill. It just provides a, a tremendous amount of flexibility on a commander that I don't think we talk enough about his potential flex i don't think we've talked enough about charles edmonton so what are these types of things enable what are the things that he tunes up to 11 let's let's first look at his specific uh, uh, asset Uh, i think to really get to know a commander you need to to talk about their specific asset and context of them and charles is a very interesting man when it comes to these. He has uh, Stoic Demeanor. So he has Stoic Demeanor. Uh, and what Stoic Demeanor gives you. Is it gives you an inspiration for all it cost one. Uh, it is disa- disabled two. After a friendly fire team within 12 inches gains an Inspired token, you may discard a card to give a reinforcement token to its unit. So this is where things get very interesting. So we have Stoic Demeanor, and you remember from a few minutes ago when we were talking about what Charles has on his card. Well, he has Volley Fire on my mark, and Volley Fire on my mark, again... You're going to give Target Squad an Inspired Token. Then one of its Fire Teams is going to take a ranged attack action. So Stoic Demeanor is going to interact at that point. And you can then discard a card if you'd like to give that unit a Reinforcement Token. That's pretty spectacular. Uh, so you can give out an Inspired Token and a Reinforcement Token for a card and a five of any suit. That is not a bad deal. That is not a bad deal at all. And then you can allow your rifle corps in particular to really start doing some work. Uh, Some of the other assets that are really strong with him, uh, I am a big, big fan of Medal of Honor Uh, with him, again, because it, allows on a margin of two you to hand out an inspired token to a friendly unit in line of sight. Uh, Which also means if they're within that range 12 and you've got Stoic Demeanor, you can go ahead, discard a card, give them a reinforcement token to help keep your your company upright. So he helps enable that. Um, Charles absolutely interacts uh, amazingly well with the box set. It's not a surprise. Uh, he was designed with it in mind. Uh, he also does incredibly well with military assist. This is another uh, King's Empire asset uh, that we'll talk a little bit about here, which is this fire team increases all of its acting values by one. Uh, and fire teams in this unit gain the following trigger to all of their actions, uh, which is on a tome, two heads are better than one, draw a card. You may declare this trigger once per activation. So you only get to draw one card with it uh, during an activation, but you do get to draw a card with it, and that is not a bad thing at all uh, for one script. Definitely something to consider taking with him. So we've got Charles. We've got uh, a commander that sort of shoots a gun and lets somebody else shoot a gun and, and get an inspired token as the base of his card. Uh, he is going to give you two TA every single time. When he glories, uh, he's going to get a bit better. You're going to see him opening up the ranges for everything in your list that is within six inches of him. You're going to see him have a mobility trick that is added to his repertoire. So these are bits that you're going to want to practice with your mainline army. Uh, which is going to be the, the allegiance box, which is, of course, the Royal Rifle Corps times two, and the infiltrators. So the infiltrators open up a lot of interesting play with his Where'd You Go because of their ability to deploy nearly anywhere on the table at the start of the game that is not in the opponent's deployment zone. So they really do set up for him to do some interesting things provided they can stay alive or they can get in position to stay alive, if they play that kind of midfield game early, don't get fully don't get fully boxed out, uh, and do some other things. With uh, the RRC, you get uh, quite a significant um, points pack and points punch. So, what does he bring to you in a two commander setting? So, with two commanders we want to look at what the commander is bringing that the other options aren't. Um, One of the things that you get in Charles is this accurate attack and the ability to shoot into engagement. That is not a bad thing at all. On top of that, you are getting a lot of additional shots for squads in your list. So if you're not wanting to go Titan heavy, you can bring Charles, and he's going to better enable your squads than somebody like Casa is going to. Or if you don't need the extreme mobility of Margaret Bell, but you do want to have some movement tricks, you've got Charles there to kind of provide that. And if you go Charles and Bell... You have the ability to support the army a little better than Margaret does, because Margaret kind of can then play more of a fully super solo role. And Charles can go ahead and be the mainline commander uh, that is enhancing the army as you play through. These are just some of the ideas that I have with him. Um, kind of a list that you might want, want to consider taking uh, is the two-two-two or the 2 Uh, Royal Rifle Corps, the two Infiltrators, and the two uh, Empire Dragoons as a list. uh, Kind of the basis of the list, and then you can play around with the assets. Uh, I would normally pair that with Margaret Bell. That would be something to to really consider. Essentially, what that does for you is it provides uh, a screening base of infantry with the Infiltrators to also apply early scenario pressure, early operational pressure, then you go ahead follow up with the RRC to go ahead and really start dominating uh, at the point of attack. So these are the things that I would kind of consider. I want to hear what you'd like to think about. Uh, you can definitely reach us at Joe on Twitter or CheatedFatesJoe at gmail.com. If you have thoughts or list suggestions, uh, make sure you check out uh, the Other Side Discord as well as the other side official unofficial fan group on the Facebook. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again, and remember, when you have a tactics token, you can make a coordinated strike.